are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Zomentum doing $35,000 a month a year ago, now doing $250,000 a month with their two-sided network, helping you grow faster with partner programs. They've got over uh, they've got uh, uh, over 2,800 partners on one side of their marketplace. And SaaS companies bring in another 1,200. It's over 4,000 partners on their platform as they look to scale. Again, a two-sided marketplace here, 13 million Series A at a little under 100 million valuation last year, 75 on the team, 38 engineers as she looks to scale with her four-person sales team based out of Bangalore with $300,000 to $500,000 quota target. Hey folks, my guest today is Shruti Godgi. She is the CEO of Zomentum, a revenue platform to help partners and partner programs scale. The platform fuels technology sales over 800 million today. She was an investor investing in seed and series A SaaS startups before jumping into the business and was named CRN Women of the Channel 2022. Zomentum was awarded a great place to work under her leadership. She's now looking to scale. All right, Shruti, ready to take us to the top? Yes, very excited to be here. Very cool. Okay, so how does Zoomentum work? What does it mean to platform? What does it mean to help people scale partner revenue? Oh, well, partner programs and partner revenue has been a black box for most SaaS companies usually. And, and the reason it exists is because SaaS companies and partners are trying to go to market together, but they live in their own silos. What we do as a platform is get both of them together on a single platform where they can come to get deals done, right? Like that's how we look at it. Mm-hmm. Now, who would you sort of put in your space? I mean, Crossbeam comes to mind. Is that the biggest one or who else? Well, Crossbeam is, an, uh, is step one. It helps you identify what are the opportunities are. We come after that, that once you've identified the opportunities, how do you work together to drive them to closure? Interesting. Okay. And, and how do you think about pricing your technology? What's the average customer pay you per month on average? Uh, an average customer is a very per partner fee, which which is a sliding scale and uh, on the SaaS company side. But we also have a motion where we add partners by ourselves and who are paying anywhere between hundred to two hundred dollars per month to use the tool. And and why would someone maybe pay you know more than that three hundred four hundred bucks a month? What are you upselling against? Uh, on the partner side, like it's a two sided network, so we attract. Uh, both partners on one side and SaaS companies on the other. The partners pay for additional functionality, like the basics of the sales tool that is built for partners is what the price I'm quoting for. But beyond that, uh, we do billing reconciliation uh, separately. We do assessments. We help them uh, integrate with a bunch of SaaS vendors. So all of that is at an additional cost for the partners. And what do the SaaS companies pay or is it free for them? No, the SaaS companies pay for the partners that they manage. Our partners pay us directly. The SaaS companies pay for the connection that you're enabling, right? Like you're getting these two siloed entities on one platform and that's what they pay for, which is the per partner fee. And of course, we do billing reconciliation. Well, what is that? Shruti, what is the per partner? So what's the average SaaS company pay you per month? Uh, it can go as low as uh, $30 per partner per month. But what what's the big like? What's your don't name the company obviously, but what's your biggest SaaS company customer paying you per year per month? Uh, I'd say around a hundred k contract. Oh wow! Okay, so if I'm if I'm a SaaS company paying you a hundred thousand dollars per year, what am I getting? Like hundreds of partners. 
uh, you're getting to manage your partners. So it's a tool to manage your partners and a network that we come with ourselves. So it's a handshake in some sense. And very interesting. Okay, very interesting. Now, before I get more of your backstory and how you launched and grew, help me understand. So this year, if you if you look at 100% of your revenue, what percent will come from partners versus SaaS companies? I want to say uh, the SaaS company-led motion is a few quarters old, so fairly new like that. So partner-driven motion is two years old. So I want to say 60% comes from partners today. Okay, wow. But, but still, 40% from SaaS companies, considering how new it is, is pretty impressive. Because it's an accelerated way of go-to-market go because every SaaS company adds to the network their own partners, right? Very interesting. Okay, give me more of your backstory. What year did you launch the company? Uh, we launched in 2018, um, later half of 2018. So it's been and who, four years now. Who is we? Do you have co-founders or are you a sole founder? I have a co-founder uh, for our tech and product. I take care of everything business. Very cool. Do you guys just play nice and split 50-50 at the beginning or what? Uh, I don't think it's uh, playing nice like that. I think it is a very equitable distribution between us. Um, and we brought skill sets to the table, which were very complimentary. How did you negotiate that? Though? I mean, this is a very hard thing for a lot of early teams to negotiate. Anything other than 50-50 tends to generate, create some friction. How did you go through that process? Oh, well, my co-founder, I mean, he's an engineer by background, worked at Twitter and Rubrik, and, but had worked very closely with partner teams. Uh, so he had a business sense and very strong on product. He was just a techie by profession, but I think he's more strong product person. And I think product and business go very hand in hand. And I think them think of them as an equal distribution. Only tech maybe I would have thought very differently. Okay. So you, I mean, it is fair to say you could just put it 50-50 then if you consider both those equal at the beginning. Correct. Which is why we did it, right? Uh, okay. Okay. So you did split 50-50. Okay, cool. Now, have you guys, I don't think you have bootstrapped. I think you've raised, but have you bootstrapped or raised capital? Uh, we have raised capital. Yeah. So so tell me, fill out the funding story a little bit. First off, when when did you do the first round and why was it important for you to get that first round done? Oh, I think like we didn't raise immediately. Most of the initial, I wouldn't say like nine months went in pro customer research. We're not from the industry. It was a very thesis driven startup for us. Um, I, I, I mean, some context is I used to be, uh, I used to work at Excel before this, investing in a lot of SaaS companies and we saw this problem and wanted to solve for it. But spend the next six, nine months just figuring out our wedge into the market, right? Like one, it's a two-sided network. So we have to solve for chicken and egg. But which side would we solve for? How would we penetrate with such a sharp value prop inside is what we spent time. So we didn't write a single line of code. I want to say at least 12 months into the company, right? Which is just uh, being sure that, hey, we are committed to this. We've figured an entry point. And that's when we raised our initial seat round. And how much was that for in what year? Um, it was 4 million in seed and then we raised series A last year. Okay. So 4 million seed. And then th I think I can't, I don't want to skip over this. because It's really, really, really important. You saw probably a lot of marketplaces at Excel and then you went in and launched your own. You had to decide what side do you want to go after first and what's your mousetrap? What decision did you make? What side did you go after first? We went after the partners first. So SaaS companies on one side, partners on the other for us. So what we even as a company very strongly believe in today is that we have to invest in partner success. And if they're successful, that just means they're selling more SaaS. Means by design, the SaaS company is going to be successful. So we've solved for partner first. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so, so staying on that theme, how many partners pay you at least a dollar per month today? 
Uh, we have around 4,000 partners in the network. Um, and, and I want to say 70% of them pay us to use a product. How did you get, I mean, that's a huge conversion rate, right? Even for B2B SaaS centers, how did you get 70% to pay you? Uh, per, I mean, just to be clear, out of 4,000, that'd be what, like 2,800 are paying per month. And that's the partners that we've acquired. The others are also paid for on behalf of the SaaS company. The SaaS companies pay for them. So there is no way to get in free here. Oh, I see. I see. Got it. Got it. Okay. So 2800 paying uh, an average of 200 bucks a month. I mean, isn't that's like $560,000 a month right there in revenue, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, there is baggage of pricing where we started very low at 39, increased it to 49, 99, and now we have uh, increased prices. So there's some grandfathering effect there. But um, I, I want to say like, because of compounding, then it's not as high. I see. I see. So, so moving forward, new partners you're signing up right. are paying on average 200, but historically the average was maybe something more like, you know, 60, 70, 80 bucks, Correct. something like that. Yeah. 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 Because uh, we've okay. uh, like respected those prices for them. Of course. Which is very nice of you, by the way. <laughs> I mean, I think it's only fair for them to take a punt on us early on. Right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. So 2,800 partners to fix this math. 2,800 partners paying a lower average per month of like 70 bucks a month is more like $190,000 a month in revenue from that part of the business. Is that more in the range of where you are? Yes. Yes. Fair enough. And if that's where you're at today, where were you one year ago so we can sort of understand your growth? Uh, we've scaled 8x in the last 12 months. Okay. So you're going to make me do the math. So $190,000 a month is from partners and partners are 60% of your revenue. So increasing another 40% on top of that means you're doing like- companies also is only two quarters old. Like the other 40% is a chunk of that is it's yeah. (laughs) Okay. So maybe total MRR today is around 200 grand and that's eight times higher than you were a year ago. Is that fair? Uh, maybe slightly more, but yes. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, cool. But but still, really impressive growth, right? I mean, two hundred and fifty grand a month divided by eight. Wait, so that's like thirty one thousand a year ago, right? How have you gotten all this growth? Is it more partners or or more partners per SaaS company? Oh, uh, I think the partner love is real, right? Like for us, a pay- demo to a paid sign up conversion is upwards of fifty five. It's it's between fifty five sixty percent, right? Like, and those are numbers I hadn't seen myself when I was working at. Excel. Um, so I think that's what's working for us. Like the product really works at a partner side. The churn numbers are the sub 0.5% monthly, but the conversion rates are really high, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let me ask you a question. I mean, if you last year, if you've grown 8x, $250,000 a month today, and you were, that would mean you were at like 34, 35,000 a month exactly a year ago, but you closed a 13 million Series A. How did you close a $13 million Series A with just $35,000 a month in revenue? Uh, I think like um, it's a network company. I want I want to say it's a SaaS driven network company, and the network's more valuable. We have not or don't intend to milk the network upfront. Like like one parallel I like to draw here is LinkedIn, right? Like it has all all job seekers and job providers on the other hand, but like lots of business models have emerged, like ads and navigator and recruiter and whatnot. Um, so once the network's in place and we become the de facto place for all SaaS companies to grow and manage and launch pro- partner programs, then that's the mode we're working towards, right? And so not network is the North Star metric here. That makes sense. And then in terms of obviously, look, you raised, you're an XVC, managing dilution is really important. Most folks raising last year in a Series A were selling between 10 and 15% of their business. Were you sort of in that same range? Yes. Okay, so that means you're raising, I mean, you'd broke a $100 million valuation then post money. I'm slightly lower than that, but uh, in that Close. negotiation ballpark, yes. Yeah. Okay. Fascinating. I mean, now fast forward to markets today. Does that really high valuation you got in terms of revenue multiple now make you now worry you a little bit? 
Uh, I mean, I, I think like we fundamentally believe in the network really ourselves. Like we, our network touches more than a million and a half business. And then that's the demand aggregation that we have today. Um, so actually, it's become more lucrative to the SaaS companies, I'm realizing, because now they're looking for efficient channels of growth and partners happen to be the efficient way to grow businesses. Um, so our networks become more valuable to SaaS companies. And, and I'll see how that pans out over the next year. But at least on paper, this is what's what we're hearing. Talk to me more about how you've built this, your people. How many folks are full-time today? Uh, roughly 75 of them. And how many engineers? Uh, a good 50% is engineering. Wow. Okay. So call it 38, 39 are engineers. What about the rest of the team? What are they focused on? Uh, that's divided between sales, support, customer success, uh, marketing, uh, majorly. Do you have any quota carrying sales reps today? And if so, how many? Uh, we have four quota carrying sales reps today. Okay. Come on. Teach us. Teach us here. I have audience members going, I want to hire my first quota carrying rep, but I don't know what quota to set. I don't know what ramp time to give them. I don't know what OTE to quota a ratio should be. How did you set that up for your first four? know either like the, the first the, the ones who joined us in the zero to one the, which is after I was doing the sales we figured it out with them and we've been like okay in the first few quarters when we are new to market we are going to reward you on the effort versus the outcome because you don't have control over it but once we figured that out we move it to a very outcome based also it's a very inside sales led motion so I don't know if my numbers are going to mix uh, are going to be the same for say US sales reps right like all our sales happens out of India very cool. Which uh, which country or, or sorry, which city? Bangalore. Ah, I mean, at some... this point, they are all over the country. But when we started, we were in Bangalore. That's amazing. And so, what is the quota for those reps in Bangalore? Annual quota? Oh, ten, ten times what their income is. One. Okay. Second. So, what is that like? Three hundred k, four hundred k annual quota, something like that. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, very cool. Can, can those reps close deals with U.S. partners? Oh, very much. The partner-driven is more inbound for us. So those though, that's that quota is very different. I'm talking about the SaaS company side of it, right? Uh, which is still like the longer sales cycle. And But even those deals, we close out of India. There's a lot of founders, even in India. I mean, I talked to Girish at Freshworks, uh, Saravana, Rajesh at Netcore, some of these folks that say, we can't get our, India, our, our sales reps in India to sell to US customers. They're trying to launch sales teams in the US, which are way more expensive. You haven't run into this problem. I think like, um, I mean, I work very closely with Freshworks as part of Excel, but I think like five years back, the story was very different, but they've learned, they've trained themselves and the really good ones have uh, have figured it out. And of course, that pool is much smaller than what you'd like it to be, uh, but it's still much cheaper than having a US rep, right? Yeah, fair enough. And you mentioned earlier your your gross revenue churn per month, I think was about 0.5%. When you add back expansion on top of that, is your net dollar retention above 100%? Yes. On the partner side, though, there are more, not more avenues, which is like what we've known for a while because it's only the seat increase and some add-ons here and there, but still above 100%. On the SaaS company side, of course, there is more expansion potential because they add partners themselves and we get benefit of it. Last question as we wrap up here, how are you getting more SaaS companies on the platform? What is your growth strategy there? Oh, honestly, I wish I had a better answer, but it's slightly heavy on outbound today as we are creating awareness that of our own existence. And uh, also like we are the only one sort of doing this two-sided network in the channel space. So uh, to articulate that value prop takes some time and that's something we are working on on our positioning itself. Uh, But it's fairly events and outbound heavy today. All right, Shruti, on that note, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite book? 
Uh, I play bigger. <laughs> Number two, is there a CEO that you're following or studying? Uh, I, I follow a lot of them and I don't want to put them on a pedestal because then it's like I try to humanize them because it helps me do my job better. So I don't want to take a name. Uh, fair enough. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building Zomentum? Uh, I, I used to do a lot of Envision mocking early on. Now the team uses a lot of things, but I like Envision when I sold a product without having one. Fair enough. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Oh, I sleep a good seven, eight hours. And situation married, single kids? Single. Okay. And can I ask how old you are? Uh, I'm 32. 31 La- turning 32. 31. <laughs> Very good. Last question. Something you wish you knew when you were 20. Oh, that I'd be fine. Like I, I used to be, I wanted to do things very quickly in life, but I, I think I turned out fine. Guys, there you have it. Zomentum doing $35,000 a month a year ago, now doing $250,000 a month with their two-sided network, helping you grow faster with partner programs. They've got over uh, they've got uh, over 2,800 partners on one side of their marketplace. And SaaS companies bring in another 1,200. It's over 4,000 partners on their platform as they look to scale. Again, a two-sided marketplace here, 13 million Series A at a little under 100 million valuation last year. 75 on the team, 38 engineers as she looks to scale with their four-person sales team based out of Bangalore with $300,000 to $500,000 quota target. We'll see what happens next. Shruti, thanks for taking us to the top. Thank you very much.